Welcome to this episode of the Beach Bucket Podcast. And today I'm talking with Lisa Nugent of Lisa's Sweets and Treats. Lisa, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Oh, thank you. How are you today? Oh, doing well, thank you. Let's get right into it. How did you get started with baking? Back when I was younger, my sister and I used to bake in our kitchen, and we definitely just enjoyed doing it. And then I grew my culinary uh, talents, I guess you would say, to Stockton University, where I started out making Dunkin' Donuts and then ended up having a line of treats called Lisa's Sweet Treats. And so there I had a whole line of grab-and-go treats for all the students and faculty at Stockton University. And what kind of treats did you start with? Well, I started with cupcakes, and it grew to truffles and chocolate-covered pretzels and any kind of treats that would be good for a holiday. I would try to do things where people could give each other a treat like cookies or cupcakes, all those type of little, just little grab-and-go type snacks. Now, did you know early on that you wanted to have your own business? It has always been a dream of mine to have my own bakery. I, I do have a younger sister that has her own bakery in Maryland. And I and I just saw how she enjoyed it so much. And I knew that I would, I, I knew I always wanted to have that as well. And so then I decided that I was going to uh, try to pursue that. Now, do you cook as well? Or was it just baking that that kind of was your passion? I, I'm a much better baker than I am a cook. <laughs> okay. Although okay. my husband says differently, but I, I am a much better baker. <laughs> Did you always have this entrepreneurial spirit? Because it sounds like early on at Stockton, you were you were kind of going for it. The administration that I worked for at that time said they wanted to try this new line of treats for everyone. And they asked me if I wanted to do it. And I said, oh, of course, you know, because I just love doing that. And so it started out with just cupcakes and then it just grew from there. They told me to go ahead and try to do whatever I thought the students would like blossomed into that. And what did the students like? Oh, they loved the Oreo truffles. They were um, very obsessed with those. I had to make at at least 100 packs of those a day in order, you know, to keep it stocked up for everyone. They, uh, I'm trying to remember all the things that I made there, uh, but uh, I remember the truffles and, and the cupcakes they did, and they liked they liked it that they could give like the treats as like a gift. Sure. And I imagine too, that in addition to that, it's something that you could grab and go and eat between classes. It's not something where you need to sit down and have a knife and a fork and eat. You can grab these things and munch on them on your way to the next class. Exactly. Yes. In terms of having a business in Ocean City, how did you pick your location? I actually did work at Wards and I was thinking about taking over Wards but the it was just a big undertaking for for me and I felt that it was just too big of a place 
And I happened to be walking through the Ocean City Farmer's Market, and I overheard the people from Baked by the Ocean that they were not going to stay in their Ocean City location. And I thought, ooh, let me go look at that. So I immediately walked down to 10th Street and looked in the building, and I thought, ooh, this has my name written all over it because... It's big enough for what I'm looking for, but yet small enough for me to handle. And so then I went to, you know, Baked by the Ocean and I asked them what they were doing with their property. And they said that they weren't going to stay there. So then I just continued and looked into taking that place over. Well, it's a, it's a cute location. I love the pink awning and you walk in there and everything is right out front, right on display and you see exactly what the varieties are. It's it's adorable. Oh, thank you. And I do love my pink awning. It is um I think it stands out, you know, helps people see where it is because it's tucked back a little bit between the buildings and I and I like it that it's that you can see it from the street. It is. It's very inviting. It's very nice and it's a cute location and it is right in the heart of downtown. Yes. I like that part as well. <laughs> now, let me ask you, what does a typical day at Lisa's Sweet Treats look like for you? Well, I go in probably around 4.30 in the morning. And mostly the beginning of the day is trying to get all the donuts and Danish ready for, you know, the start of the morning. And then it's filling the cases with all the other desserts for the afternoon. And just enjoy being there for just when the people come in. And it, it that's about it, you know. And then I'm, I, I stay there till five every day. So I'm there a long time, but it's something that just brings me happiness. Did you have to get used to the new ovens and getting dialed in with that sort of using that? Or does it happen right away as a baker? It, it does take a little time to get used to your ovens because I had to buy new ovens there. So it was, you know, a little bit of an adjustment, but it really, you know, I've worked with those ovens before, so it, it really kind of came on rather quickly. Because I know when I bake and it doesn't turn out great, I blame it on the oven. <laughs> well, we always do. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so do you do you have mishaps sometimes with, with baking? Oh, yes, absolutely. Actually, yesterday I left cookies in too long and they just got a little crisp on the edges, you know, but it's been, I should knock wood, rather, rather goods so far. So, <laughs> so that does happen to professionals too. That's not just me. Uh, always, always. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that you get makes busy doing things and you try to be on top of everything, but sometimes it just happens. That leads me to my next question. What qualities are necessary to be a professional baker? Well, you have to be willing to, A, get up early in the morning. <laughs> I'm sure. And just to, just to really pay attention and have the, uh, concentration to make sure you put the right ingredients in and, you know, bake it at the right temperature and just have precision with the recipe and the equipment that you use to, you know, have success with your uh, product. And there's an artistic element, I'm sure, because the things that you're, you're selling are beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, you have to visually be able to see the product that 
that you envision and that it would make eye-pleasing and tasting to your customer. How did you decide what you're going to put on your menu? A lot of the stuff, my sister who has the bakery in Maryland, um, her and I discussed a lot of things that were big sellers for her that you could make in a in a large volume and things that taste good and that we felt that people in the Ocean City area would like. So that's how we basically came up with what mm-hmm. I made. And what are the trickiest things to make? Because I imagine cookies are probably on the easier end of the scale. They they are. They're normally pretty easy to do. A lot of your cakes and stuff like that that you want and your pies, you know, you have to make sure that they're done well and aesthetically pleasing to the person, you know, that's going to purchase them. Do your employees specialize? Do some like decorate and do some bake? How does that work? Yes, I do have one gentleman that does all the bake, uh, not the baking, but all the preparing of the doughs and the batters that I need. And then I have two, two women, three that do a lot of the artistic elements of the baking. They do decorating and on the cakes and, you know, they have a artistic background where they you know, are able to use that to make whatever it is that I need at that time. And how did you find these people? Did you know them before you started your business? Most of them I've worked with at Wards. What has been the biggest challenge so far in running your own bakery? Not so much a challenge, but it, which is not hard, but it's keeping everything in stock that everybody is coming in to, to purchase. The donuts you now sell out rather quickly, and I'm trying to get a hold of how many to make, because some days it's busy, some days it's slower, but I just want to keep all the product in that everybody would like, and that the donuts have been pretty much a challenge for that and the Danish. Sure, that's a good problem to have. Exactly, exactly. And when that happens, you know, when the summer comes, it's it's going to be wonderful, and but it, it will be a, a challenge because the, the space is not overly large. So in order to have all the product made and, and on baking racks is hard, going to be a challenge in order to continue to work in the back as well. I'm sure it requires a lot of efficiency. Yes, it does. <laughs> and we're getting pretty good at it. <laughs> I imagine. Now, how many employees do you currently have? Seven. Seven. Now, are you going to be hiring for the summer? I think I have a couple more people that are going to come for the summer. I'm not exactly sure, but it will always be uh, something that I look into as far as if I need somebody. Of course. I would. I'm trying to anticipate for the summer with how many employees I will need, but I can only have so many girls behind the counter there because it's rather small. Sure. What is your favorite sweet treat? My favorite, oh, I'm kind of a diabetic, so it's very hard to have a oh. treat. <laughs> I know that people have said to me, you're diabetic and have a bakery? And I'm like, yes, I know. It's oh, the- that must make it tough. It does, but, and I do cheat. And But I would have to say my favorite oh, would be like my cheesecake cups. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I came in for cheesecake cups for my brother's birthday and- they were phenomenal. They got oh, very high you. marks. Now, oh, thank you. 
I also think my personal favorite is the mini key lime pies. That is a crowd pleaser. Um, We've had to, we've run out of those all the time. And it's one of those things I have to keep producing because they are such a crowd pleaser. Well, you're open at seven. I've learned to come in early. (laughs) I know, I know. It it is a challenge to try to keep everything until later in the day. But we're, we're working on it and we're getting better at it. But hopefully it'll continue to get better and better you know, on our end for, for everyone. Now you just recently opened about a month now, is that correct? Yes. On January 26th, we opened. And you're open seven to five every day, but Monday. Correct. Sundays were open seven to one. Okay. So my suggestion is get in there early. If you want those things that run out, that's what I do. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Let's talk a little bit about the things that you offer. You've got a wide variety of uh, offerings there. Do you want to list them off? Sure. Well, we have a variety of donuts. We have, of course, the cream-filled donuts and Boston cream. And we have delicious Danish, cheese Danish, peach, cherry, blueberry. We have a chocolate chip cheese and coconut. And I think that's everything on the Danish end. And then we have fruit tarts and key lime tarts, cheesecake cup. We have a peanut butter mousse pie, a chocolate mousse pie. We have cannolis, eclairs. Just try to think what else we have. We also offer birthday cakes and... And the Granny Smith apples covered in caramel and then chocolate, right? Oh, yes. Yes, we have those. We have all kinds of cookies. We have sugar cookies. We have chocolate chip cookies, of course. And we have a chocolate top cookie, which is like a shortbread cookie with a chocolate topping on it. Uh, We also have butter cookies and then cupcakes you can buy by the six pack. We also have like gourmet cupcakes. That's all I could think of right now. I love the the mini cannolis. I -hmm. love the mini key lime uh, tarts and the, the cheesecake cups are phenomenal. They're my three favorites at this point, but I have not had the opportunity to try everything. When ordering a birthday cake, is there a lot of advance notice that people need to give you? Well, I would like advance notice if I could, like at least a day or two beforehand would be nice. And if it's something that's a real specialty kind of a cake, I'd like at least a week because we want to make sure that it comes out exactly the way that the person visions it. So, but as far as just a just a regular birthday cake, we could do it, have a one or two day notice. Sure. And what kind of birthday cakes do you offer? Well, we have yellow cake, chocolate cake, and a marble. We also have carrot and red velvet. And then you can have like a filling in them if you'd like. We have like a raspberry filling, a custard. You can have, of course, the buttercream that that we put on top. Love buttercream. Yes. And, you know, so we have different fillings that you can get as well, put in the middle of the cake. So. And how is the journey as a new business owner, Ben? What what are you finding? Coming in as a baker is one thing. Being a business owner is a whole different hat to wear. Well, it is. I find that the business end of it is really not my favorite. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't like doing all the paperwork, but... I would have to say, though, the city of Ocean City has been really, really supportive of the bakery. And I I feel that I filled a void that was very necessary for our town. And 
it just has been really, really very, very nice as a business owner to open up my doors and have so much great support from everybody. And business has been good and you've gotten a good reception from the community? Yes, I have. Uh, Everybody has been so wonderful and I'm very complimentary as well, which is lovely. And my sister does call me and tell me, oh, you've got more followers and you have more reviews and they're all good. And, And it's been very lovely. I've seen your reviews. I don't think there's a bad one in there. Well, thank goodness there isn't. And, uh, you know, it is it, it is very, very nice to hear back that people are enjoying what I find to be enjoyable in my life. So I'm glad I'm sharing the, the joy through my products. Of course. Let me ask you a question. Where do you order your pizza from in Ocean City? <laughs> um. Well, I have to say, I have gone to Sacco Subs. Yanni's has been a a crowd favorite of my family for a while now. So we do uh, visit those places. And and we always are up on the boardwalk during the summer. What do you snack on on the boardwalk? Oh, uh, our our three favorites are the Fudge Kitchen, Johnson's Popcorn, and uh, (laughs) and Macamancos, too. you know, mancos and mancos. So you have up breakfast. What's the best breakfast in Ocean City? The best breakfast? Well, we we uh, do frequent between Uncle Bill's and and Yanni's. And then during the summer, we always love, uh, you know, Cafe Beach Club up on the boardwalk. Very nice. Well, I certainly appreciate you being on the podcast, Lisa. And I will be back in for some sweet treats very soon. Oh, thank you so much. It's been wonderful. Thank you.